Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to 94 and More, presented by Bristol Studio. While a basketball court might be 94 feet, we believe it's limiting to solely look at this beautiful game as a sport. In our minds, it's closer to an art form, even a tool through which we can study the world and learn about ourselves. I'm your host, Jake Fenster, and on this podcast, we will explore the game of basketball, not only as a sport, but as a dynamic force that influences culture, builds bridges, and has the ability to shape our national conversation. Hope you enjoy. As always, feel free to reach out to us at 94 at bristol-studio.com and follow us on Instagram at Bristol Studio and at 94 and more podcast. All right, let's get into the show. Today, I am joined by Vic Law. Vic, how is Perth? Man, we're back at it. Perth is a, Perth is a dream, man. I'm how long have you been on the beach? How long have you been out of quarantine? I got out of quarantine on the 4th, so 12 days now. 12 days. Mm-hmm. How was this quarantine? Was it was it long? Did it feel long or did it fly by? Now you know it always is going to feel like a uh, <laughs> like it's dragging on uh, when you're in a room for two weeks. But this one, this one actually was much much better than my first one in Sydney. Um, the one in Sydney, like real small cracker box room, couldn't move around really. Like the wi- there was no Wi Fi, um, and I, I don't know. It was just it was my first time in there. I feel like this time, because I had like an idea of uh, what to expect that, you know, I, I kind of knew I brought my book, I brought my journal um, and, and, you know, this hotel, had really good Wi-Fi. So I was in there gaming. There you go. You're gaming. <laughs> You're in the office gaming. Yeah. I was getting a lot of work done. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so it wasn't that bad. You had your workout equipment and you were able to continue your rehab process and keep your body ready for the season. Um, what has it been like since you've gotten out? Have you been able to meet with the team? Uh, where is everything at in regards to the season and, and just your teammates? So the day I got out of quarantine, um, I flew to Perth. Actually, you know, for anybody that's coming to Australia, mm. there's a little fun fact that they might not tell you. If you're coming to see me, you're coming to see the Purple Wildcats play. If you land anywhere on the east coast of the island, Coming to Perth is around a five or six hour flight. Yeah, Jake, I had no idea. So when I got on the plane and the flight, you thought it was flight, like a, you thought it was a thirty minute flight. I thought Chicago to LA, you know, three hours, three four hours, oh, maybe okay. with a little wind, four hours. The guy, I'm in an exit row, and the guy's like, "Are you ready to fly? It's going to be a five hour and forty minute flight." And I'm like, "Are you sending me back to Chicago? Where are we going? <laughs> six hours? <laughs> Where are we going? Is that far away?" And he's Jeez. like, no, nah, man, that's how far Perth is. So I, uh, that honestly, the flight was by far the worst part of the quarantine. Quarantine really? flew by. The food wasn't bad. It was getting on a six hour flight after being in a hotel for two weeks. God, that honestly, I don't know how you've done it once, but twice is just remarkable. I don't think I could do it. I genuinely don't think I could do two weeks in a hotel room. It's worse. The first, it's, it's just bad the first time you do it because you, you're not like sure how it is because the first couple of days you're like, oh, this is all right. You know, I get my routine together. I'm reading. Yeah. I'm working out, watching some books. You know, I got my movies. And then when those movies on Netflix start to run a little dry, 
Wi-Fi happens quick. Can, yeah, cutting it out, and you, and you get that uh, Australian meat pie the fourth day Ooh. in a row. You're like, yeah, Ooh. I think I got to get the hell out of here. An Australian meat pie. Yeah, that's like a, a, a I don't want to say a traditional Aussie dish, but it's basically like a chicken pot pie. Okay, just with like beef or something in it. What was the first thing you did when you? I know you got out of quarantine and you had to get on a flight. So what was the first thing you did once you were settled and like off the airplane? Did you go to a bar? Did you go to a like cocktail? In, Perth? in yeah. Perth, like when I got to the airport in Brisbane. Well, now in the airport, airport's less exciting. What'd you do when you got to Perth? And you finally so had when, your freedom. Uh, so when Josh, the strength coach, you know, picked me up uh, at the airport, um, we immediately went to the, the team facility. Yeah. Um, and he like, kind of showed me around, showed me the wall of like, you know, their wall of championships and stuff. Um, Perth being, I think, the most decorated team in Australia. Um, you know, I got to meet uh, a lot of the, the management and staff members, show me the courts. Um, but when he dropped me off at my place, the first thing I did, there's a, a grocery store. It's called Kohl's huh. right down the street from my, it's literally across the street from my apartment. I'm looking at it right now. Um, I went there and got some groceries, but I had to get an Australian coffee. I was missing my cafe oh, yeah, mocha. Yeah, yeah. I needed it. I had to, had to get a medium the first day out. You know, what cracks me up is, I think we spoke about that. And then the other day I hadn't had one forever. And it like, right. I had a long day and it popped in my head, the cafe mocha. And I went and got one for myself and God, it's good. So I can only imagine the Australian yeah, version. And weren't, you, aren't you the same guy that said it's just uh, sugar and chocolate or something it like is. that? It's chocolate, coffee and milk. I think but it's really good. It. it sounds like you need it's to come good. to Australia and get, get one up from out here. Well, I want to come to Australia, and I'm hoping that they lift the the two week ban- uh, quarantine because no, 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 I no, no, no. but they'll allow you they'll allow you to get in, but you still might have to do two weeks See, of quarantine. That's where you lose me. I'd love to come, but that's I don't have a lot of people. Jake, let me tell you, a lot of people are getting lost. With yeah, a hundred percent, and I'm one of them. And, and what's funny is um, because Perth is still like they don't really want people from the East Coast coming into Perth because Perth uh-huh. has been such a clean state for so long that usually if you fly from the East Coast, regardless of if you do quarantine and you fly to Perth, you have to quarantine again for two weeks uh, at your house. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Bro, when I got there and the police officer was like, are you quarantining again? And I was like, yeah, no. Like, you got, <laughs> no. I, I like that you guys are on your P's and Q's out here, but it's not for me. I, I'm out. You got the wrong guy. Talk to that yeah. guy, not me. <laughs> no, no. I was like, no, no way. You guys, it's, it's not me. What was that horrible noise that just happened? <laughs> it was my alarm just to make sure I was. Uh, what is your down. alarm? Yeah. It's, what is your alarm? First of all, it's Dipset, uh, Jake. Oh. It's Dipset Anthem. It just, can you get it just, on the pod today, please? No, I couldn't hear what it was. It just was screeching. And oh. Every, I, I feel yeah. bad for all the listeners because they're not going to know what it was. It was just oh, a loud just noise. Screeching. Come on. It was man. just a loud noise. For all the listeners out there, we on this podcast, or at least half the podcast, is cultured in, in Dipset and Purple Haze and everything that goes in. With, with I'm not going to get into it. We're not going to do this conversation because I don't want to embarrass anyone on this show. Um, so we're going to skip ahead. And before we got on this call, you had some words for me about my fantasy football team. Well, huh, before we talk about fantasy. And, no, you had some words for me. Uh, no, I did. I did. And you know, you we, had some we, words we for got, me. We got a good amount of time. To get to your no. poor GM and well, skills, you have because to get it, ready for it your, is poor. your it is TV poor. appearance. I, I have my, I have my. No, no, we, we got time. 
I have my weekly recap of players, winners, and losers. And boy, are we going to get to Maserati Mitch. We're going to get there. But a point I want to bring up is that Uh it's October. It's starting to get spooky. And boy, are those bears back. Boy, do we look bad for the first couple weeks. But boy, is that defense coming back alive. What is your record? What's your record? Three and two. The bears are coming back. We're second in the division. This is tough. This is tough. Because I swear we had a whole conversation about, you know, the bears and how we felt about them, and it wasn't good. They're not We're good. We're second in the division. What, hold on. We're second it, in the division. Eh, Where are we going? Eh, it wasn't good. Eh. That's not how you felt a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago. That's not how I felt? Mm-mm. No I, I don't know. You, you might have to roll the tape back on that one. No confidence in your team. We'll have the, I, uh, the intern pull it up. Was it, well, was, it, was it October then? No confidence You know the Bears come to life during spooky season? The monsters of the midway – Really get good when the weather starts changing. It's a little too warm early. I don't know what's worse, me being a delusional Lakers fan or you being a delusional Chicago Bears fan. I really don't know what's worse. You guys finally beat us because you played in L.A. in that new stadium. Like the the aura of the crowd or like being in the new stadium probably got That's the Rams. I'm not – that's the Rams. I'm not a delusional Rams fan. I'm, you know, I'm a realist – a realistic Rams fan. Not a realistic Rams fan. They're better than the Bears. You're not a realistic Rams fan. Every year, the past couple of years, when they had golf and they had their Super Bowl I hate window, golf. and they had their Super Bowl window, you were one of those fans. This is our year. No, no, no. It's no. it for us, man. And every time you guys get into a close game, you're like, I hate golf. You can't do it. You turn into, you basically turn into me and every Bears fan with Mitch Trubisky every time the game got tight. Now, careful what you say about Mitch. That's my boy. Right. Josh Allen's. Josh Allen's rolling right now. Watch Trubisky get traded and make a comeback in the NFL. And maybe it wasn't what his team? fault. With what team? Any he team only, that needs He it. only looked good on the Bills in that preseason game because the Bills offense is kind of it's kind of predicated around his play style. Like him and Josh Allen. I'm not gonna say they're like super similar, but like, you know, they Yeah, I see are, what you're saying. And some of the things that they do, they're similar. I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, look, I'll let you have it for this week. You know, we're excited about the Bears. I'm not going to push back too much. We'll see what they do in, in the coming weeks. Uh, but the Rams are still a better football team, and that's undeniable. Yeah, as, of, as of right now, they are. But you know what? Here's – and this is the perfect segue. And I mean perfect. Yeah. Into Team Maserati Mitch. Oh, you're pulling up – you're pulling up my roster? So, in, in NFL Week 5. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to my team in a minute who's rolling, by the way. We're to week five. Team Maserati Mitch loses, scoring 170 points. Somehow finds a way to lose, throwing up 170. Kings <laughs> you know, of the you know, Hill, Brian Johnson, 185. You know how I lost that game, by the way? I'm, I'm I made one, it right now. I'm I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. As a GM, I am Kenyon Drake. I made. Let me. Let me. Let me speak. <laughs> let me speak on it. <laughs> Drake. I, for anyone who's listening to this, Miles Gaskin. <laughs> They heard me a couple weeks ago talking about how, how good of a GM I am. Yep. And I made one decision that I didn't feel good about. Miles mm-hmm. Gaskin, the running back for the Dolphins, had, had been horrible for me. No, he horrible, hasn't been good. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And I gave Gates him, and Barry what, have four, said that you should bench him. I gave him four weeks. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I don't really have anything better. I put Kenyon Drake in. Last minute, put Kenyon Drake in thinking he'll yep. give me 10 points and I should be fine. Miles Gaskin, because also my thought, this is my thinking. They're playing the, the Buccaneers. Yep. 
the Buccaneers have a terrible secondary or are injured secondary, and you're going to attack them passing, not running. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good at run defense. Mm-hmm. So Miles Gaskins going to have a terrible game. Mm-hmm. Nope. I think he actually caught two touchdowns. He didn't run yeah, them. He, did. he caught them. He so, had 31 points. And I so lose the game by 50. Your reasoning is spot on. Spot the on. Buccaneers run defense is great. Miles Gaskin goes for five carries for 25 yards, but gets 10 targets, catches all 10, 75 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. And I, if I had left him in, I would have won the game easily. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. You would have won by 15. So I deserve the hate this week for sure. That's poor GM skills. I didn't see it coming. I mean, and but, but I think I'm two and three now. Talk, no, you're three and two. Three and two. Are I'm three two and two. And three? No, two and three. I'm two and three. I've lost two in a row. Two and three. You are two and three. You are two and three. And every week I've lost, except I think I don't remember our week very well. I just remember you beat me. But the last two weeks I've lost, I put up higher numbers than everybody else. But the person I happened to be playing put up a higher number. It was was our week too. I put up 145 and you put up like 138. It's it's just tough. But you know what? I believe in my team and I believe that we will bounce back. I mean, to be honest though, if we're looking at so we're gonna get to we're gonna get to how my team's rolling right now in a second. I just want to say one more at, thing. Yep, go ahead. One more thing. Pat myself on the back for Mike Williams. Yeah, no. So you didn't. I mean, it's not like you picked him up because you I, were like, no, I, I oh, Mike I, Williams. I believed in Justin Herbert and I picked him okay. up. So why wouldn't you have picked Keenan Allen? Yeah, Keenan Allen went too high. <laughs> so here, here we go. Yeah, let's look at this. Team Maserati Mitch points four. 676 points yeah. against 732. <laughs> it, is, it hurts. It, it hurts. doesn't get in five you are weeks. far and away the leader in, in points. Well, I just keep losing. <laughs> it's you, me, and the Chicago Roadrunners. Who are the Chicago oh, Roadrunners? Yeah, they they have 660. Hmm. I'm at 658. But let, let's 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 go back. Let's go back and let's look at it. I think I, I hate Charlie fantasy Hall. football. You're just a bad GM. Let's, let's, not, let's not, you know, get into semantics here. You just, you know, you don't know how to coach your boys up. I clearly have found a, a good recipe. We yeah, played yeah. Team Hall last week. I played Team Charlie Hall last week. Charlie Hall, you know, for those who don't know, was a, was a up-and-coming actor. He's a regular on guest. the show. Yeah, previous guest Two-time. on the show. Two-time. Two-timer. If you remember correctly, Two-time. he had the wild – and I mm. mean egregious takes Hot on take. the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Mm. And Charlie in our fantasy football group chat has been talking crazy yep. about how good his team is, how they're going to win the championship, trying to throw money at games. Charlie had a live, an Instagram live the other day before our game, last week before mm. our game. I get on it and I say, boy, I can't wait to play Team Hall this week. Charlie cuts off his dialogue or monologue in the live and says, Vic, I will bet you $20 on this game because I know we'll blow you out. I didn't take what the, was bet. the score. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gentleman. I didn't take it. My team wins 140 to 120. Josh Allen goes for 36. Antonio Brown goes for 31. Chubba Hubbard, or what's the guy's name? Chubba Hubbard, yeah, I had it right. Of a pickup that week goes for 20. Cleveland's defense gives me negative six. So and that I still win by sucks. Teams. The fact yeah. that defenses can give you negative points is just so upsetting. 
happened to me last week. They gave up 47 to the Chargers. Negative six. Had me worried a second. And I still win by 20. Mm. My players right now on my team, you know, I made some pickups this week because Cordero Patterson, I'm going to pat myself on the back for that pickup. I told you to play him. I kept telling you to play him. You didn't tell me to draft him. I drafted him. I told you to play him. You had him on your yeah, bench well, I didn't know long. which. I didn't know which Atlanta Falcons running back I wanted. I chose him and Mike Davis. I think I'm gonna, I'll trade you, Mike Davis. We hold on. I don't hold, on any, hold on, podcast. We can. We I don't want to do trade any trades with you. You sound. It sounds. It's just a lot of. I'll see you in the playoffs. I'll see you in the playoffs. You're not gonna make it. You in the playoffs? How are you gonna make? I'm gonna make. I think everyone gets into the playoffs. No, they don't. Everyone doesn't get into the playoffs. It's the top. I'm gonna get in. No, it's not. As of right now, it's the guy you just lost to. Is it is behind me you're only you're only a game out though you're only a game out. I, I, i'm gonna bounce back i'm gonna bounce back i'm not you I actually i had a terrible i had rieger in because calvin ridley was out this week and uh he put up zero goose egg you're projected to lose of course i'm projected to lose Get but that's the problem with fantasy that's the problem with fantasy it says you're gonna lose then it tells you you're gonna win then it tells you you're gonna lose again and it just goes back and forth until eventually you know you win or you lose but it keeps flipping that's why it drives Gronkowski me nuts out hurts you I know. I can't watch. I can't go on the app anymore. I think I'm just not going to go on it till Monday night. It drives me nuts to look at these scores. I think I think you need to do it because you got to make your adjustments. I'm losing my mind playing fantasy football. If you couldn't tell, it's not going well for me. So I think I'm going to retire after this season. I started Antonio Brown again this week because he's been killing it. He goes for nine receptions, 93 yards, and a touchdown uh, last night. I also pick up. Daryl Williams on the Chiefs, who is replacing Edwards Hilaire. Mm-hmm. And I picked up Indianapolis's defense because I didn't want to play Cleveland against uh, Arizona. Not, I'm, not, I'm not playing them against them. They already gave me negative six. Yeah. I'm waiting for Odell to just break out so I can start throwing him out there again. And I need, not, I need somebody to take Mike Davis off my hands. That might not happen. That might not happen this season. But we'll see. Um, Mike we'll Davis is yours if you want him. I don't know if I really want Mike Davis. Okay. Maybe. I'll look at it. You know, I'll take a look at it. As a GM that I am, as a good GM, I'll take a look at it. Yeah, I mean, as two good um, buddies, you could at least humor me and look at the proposal. I will. Did you send it to me? No, no, hold on. I got to look at your team. Who's your best player? I'm not, you're not getting my best player. <laughs> you're just not getting my best player. You're not getting my second best player or third best player. Or I mean, Fagan, Mike Davis on was a bench. staple on my team for a while there, Jake. Though. Mike Davis you know what? started every game. For this me. is what I'll do for you since you're such a Trubisky fan. Give me Robert I'll go, Woods. I'll go pick Trubisky up again, and I'll give him to you for Mike Davis. Give me Robert Woods. Mm, mm. I can't. Mike Williams? I, oh, yeah? You want Mike? I'm not doing okay, this. Look, look, okay, look. I'll give this you- is not fair negotiation. I'll give you Mike Davis not and good Cleveland's faith. defense for the Rams defense. I do not want Cleveland's defense. They gave you negative six. That was one bad one. I'll right, give you uh, Mike Davis, Miles Gaskin. See now, now I don't like that. I, you know what? I, I don't want to do this on this show. I think this is a I'm this a, is behind I'm closed doors. I'm gonna propose it. I'll think about it. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit from fantasy football. I know it's super exciting. Okay. And you're really enjoying it because my team is down at the moment. But I wanted to ask you if you've been following the Kyrie Irving drama at all. I have, man. I have. I watched the Instagram what live. You, I saw it you, live. I watched it live. What do you think is going to 
happen? What do you think the outcome of it is going to be? Do you think he just won't play this season? Or do you think they'll trade him? And if they trade him, where would they trade him? And how do you trade him? You can't trade him. The team's going to take him. Um, no team would actually take funny. him. Before, before I even, before I preface anything of what I say, um, yeah. I, I want to play the snippet of Stephen A talking about uh, Kyrie. Because did you hear his, his whole rant? No, I just it? keep seeing the headlines of Stephen A ranting about it. So I didn't yeah, hear exactly he, what he he's said. A ranter. You know what he is. Yeah, he goes off. Almost 25 years. I mean, this is some of the stupidest nonsense I've ever seen. Just flat out stupid. So let me get this straight. So if the reports are true, because we don't know whether they are or not, okay, but let's give credit to Sham and others who have reported this. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Let's go with that, okay? If it is true, Jay, if it is true, Marcus, so you don't have a problem with taking the vaccine, your position is that you're going to sit up there and compromise the championship aspirations of an organization you signed on to represent. You coached Kevin Durant in the signing on to represent. You coached, you played the role of coaxing James Harden into signing on to represent. You're going to compromise all of that because you want to give a voice to the voiceless. Really? And how is that going to work out for you, Kyrie Irving? You're going to disappear from the game of basketball? Who the hell is going to be interested in what you have to say when you have proven that you can't even be trusted enough to do your damn job? A job you volunteered for. This ain't the military where you were drafted. You chose to play basketball. You and that's, you know, that's the snippet our intern got for us. But I, want, I just want to say, um, you know, obviously Stephen A is a, is a, is a personality himself. It took him... 30 seconds to stop to just, scoffing yeah. and yeah, yeah. And, and just, just argue, to you know, all of that, you know, yeah. all those pauses, yeah. yeah, all that. 30 seconds to even get into the whole rant. But I will say that I, I think, you know, it's, it's two ways, right? I, I think when you look at it as, as a fan, right, uh, it's, it's easy to be the backseat driver and say, get the vaccine, like you, you need to do it. Um, there's science behind it, like you're letting your teammates down and all that, right? But there's yeah. also a side of it that, you know, a lot of us don't know and we don't see mm-hmm. because we're not in the locker room. We're not his teammates. We're not playing with him. So as much as I want to say from an organization standpoint, they're paying Kyrie, is it, is it 40 million? Something like that. I'll give you the exact number right now. I think he would have made $14 million if he didn't play home games. So it's probably like 30 million or something. Yeah, thirty-three point three million. You're right. Um, his contract is coming to an end either this season or next season. Mm-hmm. The Nets have come out, or at least told yeah. Shams that yeah. from the Athletic that they will not extend him a contract extension. And as you know, and and I'm purely speaking from an organization standpoint, right? Let's put ourselves mm-hmm. in general manager shoes. From the moment Kyrie got to Brooklyn, he has been hurt, which is something he can't control to last season, him yeah. having early in the season saying he didn't play because he was going through family issues or he didn't feel like playing or, or mental health, which again, it's, it's yeah. his, he has yeah. that right to say that. But now yeah. again, for a third season to say, I'm not going to play again because of, you know, obviously no one was expecting COVID, but to say again, I'm not going to play 
it's tough and it puts the team in a bad position because they have agreed and invested so much in him. And now from a management standpoint that you can almost say like they're not getting their investment back. Yeah. I mean, I think like you said, there's so much we don't know about what's personally going on in his life. And like, you know, we don't, Mm -hmm. so I try to give him credit for that. And um, you know, he, he's an individual who gets to make his decisions at the end of the day. And as long as he's happy with them, it's, you know, it's his life. Um, But I guess like what you're saying from an organizational standpoint, yeah, you don't really have, it's not a good position to be in. Like you said, you've invested all $33 million is a big investment uh, per season. And you don't know, if he'll be available, clearly he's not available. And you, right. like you said, this isn't the first time and who knows what happens next. Like you can't, I think as an organization, you can't keep letting him kind of do whatever he wants to do because at a certain point, like you're saying right now, it's putting them in a bad situation and you can understand only to a certain extent as the organization and be forgiving and understanding. But I think this is like, the roadblock right they've hit this this new place where they're just not willing to compromise with him and it's like dude if you can't be here then we don't want you here you know right yeah and i don't know where you go from I, this i honestly feel like this is unprecedented in a way like mm-hmm. i don't know where you go from here right i, I really so, don't so um espn just i think yesterday or two days ago released an article saying the ben simmons and Kyrie irving situations have now mm-hmm. prompted changes in the CBA, which is interesting because I, I know the CBA either was just agreed on right after the mm-hmm. bubble or it was agreed on last season. So they would have to make like addendums or certain clauses yeah. within the CBA to say, look, man, especially with Ben Simmons, like Ben Simmons saying he's going to hold out. Yeah, is, with four years wild. on his contract. Because yeah. yeah, on a brand new contract, right? So it's essentially he's saying, I'm going to, how is he, 20 324? 24, I think. 24. I'm going to sit out until I'm 28 or until you figure something out, right? Like, I'm just not going to play. And yeah. I'm sure the, I'm sure Philly, Brooklyn, all these teams are trying to look into like, okay, if he doesn't play and we don't pay him, are we getting that money back in the salary cap type of thing? Like, are yeah. we able to put him on like a, some type of IR or some type of list that, yeah. you know, prohibits us from having to pay him? He's just like under contract still, but we can get a replacement guy type of thing. It's, it's an interesting place that we're entering into with those two situations, right? Where this is the era of player empowerment. It really has been where kind of players have dictated when they're unhappy, where they want to go. And they've, a lot of them have gotten their wishes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, ADs, the Lakers, James Harden to the yeah. Nets. Um, and I think you, what we saw with Ben Simmons was clutch trying to do that again. Mm-hmm. And Trying they said, all right, well, yeah, like, all right, you know, Doc Rivers said what he said after the playoff game. Joel Embiid said what he said. And, like, I personally don't love Ben Simmons' game. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are flaws in his approach. Okay. But also, he's young. He, you know, I don't think anyone – I don't think you're – the way that Joel and, and Doc went about that was necessarily helpful to the situation. So I can Absolutely. see why – if I'm Ben Simmons, I have four years left. I'm like, fuck this y'all get me out of here and it's worked for everyone else. So let's just do it too. And for the first time we're seeing an organization, you know, in this new era say, Nope. It's actually funny that you say that. What Ben, what uh, Doc Rivers and Joel and B said after that series didn't help Philadelphia as a, as an organization either. Cause for them to say like for Doc to get on there and say, 
I don't know if he's a championship guard. Yeah, or he's like, a superstar. Yeah. yeah. What team then is going to look at me like, you guys don't really want him. Like, you know, like, it's not like they were, like, singing his praises. They're, he's not like, if you guys aren't, like, acting as though he's super valuable, why should we act as though he's super valuable? My thing, the way I see that, and you're not wrong, the way I see it is if I'm Ben Simmons, this is how I feel. Maybe he feels right. differently. But if I'm Ben Simmons and those two people – said that about me when I'm already probably hard on myself for what just happened. Mm -hmm. And then they're calling me personally, trying to meet up with me and get me to come back and join the team. I'm not going to see them as being genuine. I'm not going to hear what they have to say because you you could have told me that behind closed doors. You didn't need to just go out there and say that publicly. So my, my issue would then be trusting those people. So of course, like I actually kind of feel for Ben Simmons and wanting out. He just wants a new start. He wants a fresh start. He wants to be somewhere where he can, yep. you know, play his game and he deserves and it. just get better. Yeah. And I think like I've kind of come around to that side of it where I, I do, you know, wish for him that he gets that because it, that situation just seems kind of tarnished and it's hard to begrudgingly go back into that. You know, I, yeah. I don't know how, I just think it's very fascinating. That these two things are happening right now. Simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Simultaneously. And it's interesting to see that how the league is, would you, you trade know, Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving? I mean, I, the hardest part is playoffs. If Kyrie Irving is not going to be able to play, if they play against Brooklyn in the conference finals or something and Kyrie Irving is not able to play in Brooklyn, I mean, what good is it? You make it all the way right. there and then you lose Kyrie. You're not winning You're not winning that series. Right. So I think that's the hardest part. I mean, I guess like, I don't know. That's so hard because you could see that pair of Kyrie and, and, and Bede working and getting them very far. But then at the end of the day, it comes down to that. Is it worth it? And you just handed right. Ben Simmons to the Nets, and you know he's going to be playing extra hard against you. And, he, like, and what's crazy is he fits in perfect with them. Perfectly. Because they don't perfectly. really have a center. They would just put yeah. him at five and let him bring the ball up, and yeah. he would be their point five. And, that and would they like don't need him the, to shoot. They wouldn't need him to shoot. You got bro, Kevin you Durant. Just let, you let you him bring James the ball Harden. up and then put him in the dunk spot or let him set ball screens. It would be a perfect situation. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just – very curious to see how this all ends up and you know i don't know when we'll have those answers maybe it won't be for a while uh, it just seems like a a new kind of waiting game and and a whole shift in this you know era of basketball so i was just curious like what you're you know if you had to guess if you had to say like this is what i think will happen what would that be so okay so we can go down uh two different paths with we're talking about Kyrie, right or both Vincent and Kyrie. both Give me both. Okay, I'll, I'll do Kyrie first because it's fresher in my in my mind. You know, I was talking to yeah. my teammates about it. So we were going back and forth about you know how prideful Kyrie has been, and Kyrie has been mm-hmm. very outspoken about a lot of his ideals. And yeah. I, I, one of the the points I was brought up was if the NBA mandates it, right? Like, so New York has made it a state thing, yeah, that to participate in like sporting activities or being like large scale entertainment functions. You have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Kyrie has not done that. And so a point that, that my teammate brought up was that Kyrie would just retire. Or he'll just say, forget it. I'm done. Or if they try to trade him, he's going to retire. I'm done. Like, if I want to come back later, I will. But I'm done right now. He just came out in his life. So he won't it. retire. Yeah. I'm not retiring over a vaccine or some vaccination mandate. However, it's going to make it really hard if he's saying I'm only going to play in half the games because at the same time he can't practice with the team technically because in New yeah. York, you can't do teammate. Like you yeah. can't do like practices, workouts, games with the team, unless you're vaccinated. 
So I, I thought originally, right before this live, before he kind of come out, I know I, it's you kind of see, and it seems like Kyrie's very prideful. Yeah. And so I feel as though if behind closed doors they were kind of like, you know, Kyrie, you know, get the vaccine, you know, try and, you know, just try and help us just tick that box, right? And no one made a big deal about it. I think he would have eventually gotten it, right? Just as like, we're both, we're both guys. We both yeah. know like, yeah. I'm not gonna say he's right or wrong, but we both know that if we're like in a tight position and we feel strongly about something, yeah, we should be like, nope, this is my stance. Push you further, I'm, yeah. I'm living, I'm, I'm going down. And if, if people give you like shit about it, you're going like, you're like doubling down on it, essentially. Yeah. And so I, I feel as though if he was just kind of like, look, man, you know, we need you, like if, if Durant and Harden were like, we need you to get it. And they kind of left the team out, the, like the upper management. Yeah. We need you to get it. Like we, we think, you know, we, we got a chance to win it this year but we need you, I think he would have eventually gotten it. Because I, I think it would have went something similar to the NFL scenario. We had mm-hmm. guys like DeAndre Hopkins. Um, a lot another, of people. Or, yeah, there's another really powerful uh, yeah. or like good linebacker that said he wasn't going to get it. And they ended up both getting it. The only people now that I know have not gotten it have all been quarterbacks. Like I know Carson Wentz doesn't have it. Kirk Cousins doesn't have it. The backup on the Vikings don't have it. And they're putting their teams at a lot of risk. Not saying that they might kill someone, yeah. But the, the new rule games, NFL just made, yeah. yeah. If they have a breakout at all within their team, their team yeah. forfeits a game and they cancel that game for that week. If the game is canceled, players on both sides lose money. It's not just the affected team, but also the team they were supposed to play against. So the NFL has really kind of put like an iron yeah. foot down and saying, like, "No, no, no, you, we're you." almost have to get the vaccination because if you don't and something were to happen we don't really care about their health ramifications i mean they do but whether you're super sick asymptomatic yeah on your deathbed we're not like there's a zero tolerance for it and i feel like adam silver at some point is going to have to you know get to a point where he's like look um we we need to play like you know the nba lost money during the bubble season they lost money over the china deal like, they're going to have to say, look, man, we can't keep losing money. And I know the ownership group, from being in the bubble and hearing those meetings, aren't really willing to keep losing money. All right? The NBA will never go under, but it's going to – someone's going to have to make a real ballsy move at some point. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. I think who knows what would have happened if it was kept, you know, internal and mm-hmm. didn't reach this point. Right. And it does feel like now with everybody's opinions and everyone saying what Kyrie should or shouldn't do, like the way he is, is he's not going to budge based on other people's opinions. So it feels like it just made it worse. That's why I think I have a hard time seeing this resolve because I just don't know where you go from there. But what about Ben Simmons? What's your take on Ben Simmons on that situation? He just doesn't get traded and he reports back Mm -hmm. to camp and just like, figures it out, plays, plays it out. Yeah, until at, at some point they're going to have to make a decision, right? Like one side can get pressured over the other, but I, in my head, I think that um, it's going to get tricky because he's under the four, like four year contract. So, yeah, you know, one of Ben Simmons assets is that he's young. So you yeah. can't sit out for four years, you know, that, that kind of ruins that. That's not like a chip you can play. And at the end of the day, like they have him for four years. So it's not some of the other guys that have done it were expiring contracts. He can say, I'm sitting out this year. I'm going to be a free agent regardless. And yeah. I'm not going to resign with you guys. So they you have might as well trade leverage. me now. Yeah, so you yeah. might as well trade me now. Ben has four more years on a big contract. So they can say, look, Ben, 
you're, we're going to keep you and just not pay you. And you can just, you, you sit out as long as you want, or you can come back and, you know, try to play and try to, you know, like play well, and then, you know, build up your trade as value again. I honestly think Benjamin is very good. I think yeah, his trade he, value he should is. be viewed as high. I think he adds a lot of value to a team. Yeah. I think the Sixers right now, you know, because they, they also know that they want a lot. And I think if they don't get that uh, as the season continues, they will just keep him and they will just have to keep him because yeah. Cause four of the year deal. contract yeah. max deal. He's like, at some point he's going to have to play like, you know, someone's got to make a move. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this all unfolds, but definitely not a quiet off season for the NBA ever. It's not the last couple of years <laughs> have definitely been booming. And the season starts weird as long next as week. Here. Yeah. How yeah. do you uh, like the Lakers in preseason? I haven't really been watching because I, I don't put any stock in preseason. So I, I just yeah. felt like it wasn't worth it. They're 0-6. Like, I don't yeah. think they're really trying. I think they're just messing around. Do so, they uh, play the same team every, like, game? No, they play different teams, I think. Oh. But I don't know. I honestly haven't really been paying attention. I, I kind of just don't like to give that, you know, Too much of mine. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, it's good for them just to get reps in and be around each other. But, like, those guys that we have on our team – are the type of people that turn it on when they need to turn yeah. it on. And it's a little yeah. different. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to, they're not going all in in preseason. They know it's a yeah. 82 game season. They're not trying to yeah. earn contracts. They already got their contracts. They yeah. already established themselves in the NBA. Yeah. They're not fighting for playing time. Like Vogel probably already has minutes, you know, decided in his yeah. mind. So it's just kind of get out there and, and run. But I'm just excited for the return of the NBA, you know, season all around. It's crazy how fast it's gone by. It's wild to think it's already here again. Yeah, back again. We are back in the next season. Um, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be crazy, man. I'm, I'm sure that uh, as the season picks up and as, as we kind of go along, you know, um, we'll see new faces, new stars. Yeah. The Bulls look like they may be all right this season. Bulls so will be a fun maybe team. Maybe I buy another VPN and, and start watching them. There you go. When, uh, when do you start? When's your first game? December 3rd against the Brisbane Bullets. So far out. Yeah. We we do a, a like a preseason tournament in Tasmania. Okay. Um, November twelfth. So like they, okay. they give us like preseason games, but the first wow, real so game is in December. The first game is against the Bullets. That's wild. You think That's NBA wild. Didn't do that for a reason. They probably did do that for a reason. Of course they did. Of course they did. They were like, oh, they're like, oh wait, Perth is a clean state. Brisbane's a clean city. Yeah. Let's do it. The Wildcats and Bullets are playing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a fun man. I'm sure. That'll be really exciting for you to return and see all of those guys. And we just signed Matt Hodgson, my teammate from the Bullets last season, so it'll be exciting for both of us. Maybe there's a little fight breaking out. Who knows? You know, I'm always down. I know you are. (laughs) I know you are. Well, I appreciate your time. I know you have your TV debut, right, in Australia or in Perth? Got a a couple promos, man. Guys, got some here and there. We, you know, we keep it on the hush hush. You gonna get the makeup on? They're gonna put some no, makeup on you. No, come on, Jake. No, I'm not an LA guy. Just a fresh cut. Yeah, I just need, I just need, a, I just need a lining. You're almost there. It's not looking too bad. <laughs> you're just lucky that <laughs> I, I think you're in a good mood because the Dodgers won on a really bad check swing call. That was insane. That was insane, man. I. Were they playing next round? I think the Braves. The Braves got the Braves got that one. 
We just had to get through the Giants. I honestly, my dad <laughs> is the big Dodgers fan, and not once did he believe in the Dodgers getting past the Cardinals in that first play playing game. So, the fact that we beat the Giants too, it's looking good. It's okay. looking good. So I'm excited. I mean, it's definitely nice to have, you know, an LA sports team deep in playoffs. It's yeah. always fun. Um, it's always something to do. You know, reason to to gather and just like celebrate and enjoy sports again. So. It's nice, man. It's definitely enjoyable, and I'm sorry that you can't experience the same thing with your baseball team, with the White Sox. I feel for you. Get off the call. 94 more. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having us and listening, man. Get off this call, Jake. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you later. Peace, guy. Peace. This podcast is presented by Bristol Studio, sound editing by Rashad Allen, music by James Grissom. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.